1: John Lee, many of you here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is Wednesday, May 6th we got a great show in store for you today. Marge Fennellan is going to be on. She is the Catholic author, blogger, speaker, and award-winning journalist. She's going to be talking about what's so special about the month of May today. We're going to talk all about it and some ways and examples that uh, she's been honored in parishes and uh, schools, etc. Uh, Our Lady, that is, and uh, how we can do the same right now for Our Lady in this month of May. So we'll have Marge coming up here at about 7.15 today. Bob Bonner, Director of the Zeta Institute. For Foundations in Ethics and Ethics in Leadership. He's also the co president of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk to him today about the poor. What does Jesus mean when he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God? Uh, we're going to talk, of course, about the materially poor today because Christ Jesus calls us to take care of them, but also that that's not the only kind of poor that Jesus talks about and speaks of in sacred scripture. So we're going to really kind of uh, bust that open today, and and uh, Bo's going to give a nice segment on that about 745 Uh, today for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. Also on the show, seven new apps for you that are essential. Oh yeah, essential during this time of kind of social isolation. And and one specific app that I really have been enjoying with my family each and every night. I'll, I'll share that with you as well. So some ways to be able to stay holy during this time uh for many people mark amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of channel 13 meteorologist megan Sowell. we'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well let's get to it deacon tony valdez let's offer our day to almighty god god our father we offer you our day we offer
2: you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love Mary, Mother of
1: Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir.
0: How you doing, John? Happy Wednesday morning to you, uh, as we
3: try to keep track of days once in a while, but uh, top of the morning to you.
1: I was going to say, is that what day it is?
3: Yes, it is. I know there was a holiday yesterday that a lot of people enjoyed. Um, I think... uh, Tony and others can attest. I I got a little bit of it, but not as much as others. I think.
1: Well, we were going to do a little takeout yesterday uh, at a Mexican restaurant nearby, and we we were just going to do the queso and chips and salsa. And when we went there, to, we we were calling for about an hour, and we couldn't get through because of the you know the, the line was busy. So then, <laughs> Teresa said, well, I'm just going to go real quick and uh, and see if I can you know, pick it up from there. Well, we go, and there's a line about 25 people deep. And she said, I ain't waiting in line there. So we kind of made our own. Ah, homemade stuff. That's even better. Yeah, yeah, no chance. We'd still be waiting in line right now. Busy, busy.
3: Sure. Now, there was a guy that was uh, waiting in line, kind of like what you almost had to do, John, and he decided to uh, leave the line. He already had his order placed, and he went out and got a case of beer and then came back and handed it out to everybody. And, boy, he made a lot of friends uh, yesterday by doing that. My uh, question yeah, is, did he get a move up in the line? Did, they, did he get upgraded in the line when he came back from uh, buying a case of beer at the convenience store?
1: I'd let him have my spot.
3: I would too. That was nice of him. So we have all that Iowa nice going on. Love that. Love to hear stories like that. There you go. All right. Well, we got a beautiful day. Well, we've got a, Pretty good day going uh, for weatherwise from the WHO TV channel 13 weather desk meteorologist Megan Well, We did have some rain move through overnight, so it is rather damp outside. Light drizzle in the area, and we're starting to see the sun, so we'll see partly cloudy skies right now. 43 degrees is our temperature. Calm winds and current at the Mercy One Studios here in central Iowa. And today we will see those scattered showers give way to partly cloudy skies throughout the day. A high at 63 degrees. Northwest winds at uh, 10 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight a few showers. Again, possible overnight low of uh, 43 degrees and tomorrow partly cloudy. We'll see rain late in the day on your Thursday, a high of 64 degrees and Friday partly cloudy and dry, a high of 58 degrees. And the weekend not looking too bad. Highs in the 60s both days, but we do have a chance of rain late Saturday night and early Sunday morning in our forecast. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, the Des Moines Mayor's Frank County is now extending his moratorium on event permits and keeping the uh, city administration buildings here in the city of Des Moines uh, closed even longer. Now, on Tuesday, Mayor County extended the freeze on public event permits until July 1st. That means no city streets can be used for public events, and that includes the downtown Des Moines, Farmers Market, and other festivals. Now, County is also extending the closure of city administration buildings until June 15th. That includes City Hall, the Armory, Municipal Service Center, the Des Moines Wastewater Reclamation Authority, and Public Works Buildings. Those buildings have been closed since March 17th. Now, the City of Des Moines has suspended all deadlines for city permits, licenses, certifications, and fines. Parking meter enforcement has also been suspended in the City of Des Moines. Now, Polk County remains one of two, one of 22 uh, other counties in the state under the COVID-19 restrictions. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Not a whole lot to report. A decision about Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, will be made by the end of this month. Once again at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, a partly cloudy sky, some light drizzle in the area, 43 degrees. The winds are calm right now as the sun peeks through the clouds and we will see uh, the scattered showers give way to partly cloudy skies throughout the day here. High of 63 degrees with northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen
0: and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Emadale. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com.
4: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We do have a uh, issue, I-35 northbound at the west mixer, so that's going to be uh, creating problems there for you. Also, a uh, earlier uh, accident, uh, Bevington exit I-35. Uh, things run through there uh, a little better now from an earlier accident, but again, just a couple areas to be on the lookout for this morning. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team that is strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute their project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's Travick on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. You know, my family has been really enjoying night prayer each night now, and uh, night prayer is really just, uh, it's really always been one of my favorite prayers out of the breviary um, and uh, it's part of the office, of course. You know, there's evening prayer, morning prayer, uh, midday prayer, etc. We haven't really gotten into those yet as a family. Uh, but we really have been wanting to um, to join in with many different priests and religious uh, deacons around the world and pray this prayer. And, of course, many different lay people as well. And so we found, uh, we found the app. And, and I've actually, I've had it on my phone for quite some time. But I kind of rediscovered it, if you will, called Divine Office. And it's really just been a, a beautiful uh, time of prayer for us. And, and you know, you, you download the app, you click on night prayer here, which is what we do, and then we just kind of begin. Um, there's different options as well. My son last night we were on the uh, the iPad praying this, and my son accidentally kind of touched the iPad, and it. It moved to this big world, and it showed different lights uh, on the world, and and we realized that those lights were how many people were praying with the app open right now, and so you were able to go to, to kind of this globe, if you will, 3D globe on the computer, and be able to see how many people were praying this with you. Of course, you know, United States was flooded with lights, but there were lights from from everywhere across the world. It was so cool to be able to see and know that we're joining with many people. Of course, not just uh, praying on the app, but praying the divine office uh, around the world. How many priests and religious and and deacons and lay people, as I said before, are praying this every single day, of course, a part of their promises and vows. But there's also some some other apps that uh, I think are pretty cool. And there was a, a quick uh, blog piece that was done on this from Rachel Padilla, and she uh, she talked about uh, some of these apps, especially during these times, for you and I to maybe get acquainted with uh, the Magnificat. I'm going to share a few of them. Then I got a few of my own here. The Magnificat is one of them, and uh, you know, I I we, we get the paper version of the Magnificat and uh, have have really enjoyed that. We also got the uh, Magnificat for kids that comes with it, so our kids are able to kind of follow along. Uh, with the, the gospel, the first and second reading for the week. Uh, and weekend masses, uh, and if you don't have one of those yet, you can go to the Magnificat, just uh, just uh, Google Magnificat and it'll come up. It's a very inexpensive subscription. they come right to your home. Uh, and, and of course, you know, public masses they're they're not currently being held right now. so you can still enter into these mysteries, and she talks about this through prayer and, and the sacred readings. And, and the Magnificat is that kind of resource that really can do that. Uh, it each day contains the daily readings from the mass, a meditation throughout the day, the story of a saint. And um, it's it's just a, a really neat thing. You can also go to, um, to the uh, app right now. They're actually offering it until the end of May for free. So it's www.us.magnificat.net. So us.magnificat.net, and uh, you'll be able to get a free subscription at least to the end of May. I don't know if they'll, they'll extend that. Uh, They talk about different Catholic Radio apps, but I'm not going to point you to any of those. You know where I'm going to point you to Iowa Catholic Radio. If you don't have the Iowa Catholic Radio app on your phone yet, get it today. Download it. It's easy, simple. You'll find it uh, in the the Google Play or your App Store uh, on your iPhone device, it is, uh, just click on Iowa Catholic Radio, two clicks. We also have a, a streaming uh, live music uh, that, that is there, uh, not live, but it's it's live, and uh, you can listen to it uh, wherever you go, however much you want, and then click back over to our, uh, to our station here and listen to some talk radio for 24 hours, seven days a week. You know, right? who needs to sleep when you can listen to this all day, every day? UCAT Daily, this app is geared towards uh, young adults, it's geared towards young people, so if you got uh, kiddos in your household, maybe this is something that you can tell them to check out. Uh, it's kind of like the, the youth catechism. Each day you get a push notification at your selected time as a reminder. And the daily content includes a Bible passage, inspirational quote, and of course a, a passage from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And each item contains a button to share it easily on social media as well. It's a good app for the intended age group. But also, you know, maybe older generations might be able to benefit from something like this. And I think one of the coolest things that I like about this, this app as I was checking it out is, is you can set the timer. So, you know, it'll send you that push notification, maybe when it's time to pray. So if you need that little push or that little reminder right now, of, hey, it's prayer time. Hey, it's Bible time. You can check out you, why daily, you uh, cat daily, and uh, you can have it. Hollow is uh, an organization that has been really doing some amazing things, and uh, I was able to talk to one of them, the founders, if you remember on the show a couple weeks ago, and we talked about this app, and I, I could not believe from then until now how how this app is just exploding onto the Catholic scene, H-A-L-L-O-W, so if you're looking for Quiet Reflection it's basically a catholic meditation app you need 10 minute break from the grim news or or maybe from washing your hands whatever it is yes you can check out hollow. It's an app for Catholic meditation and mindfulness. A free version contains various meditations to listen to, including Lexio Divina passages. The rosary meditations are grouped into playlists like gratitude, hope, calm, and uh, the content for this time includes a spiritual communion meditation as well. So this is a hundred percent in line with church teaching. You're not going to get any of that secular meditation stuff or, or any of the secular meditation gurus and, and have to be weary or careful and hop around about any of that. This it's 100% Catholic. Hollow is the app that you can download to your phone. Here's one that I'd never heard of that I, I really appreciate, and this is something if you're working from home, uh, you may have realized that uh, staying motivated can be a, a little bit difficult right now. Well, you could take some advice from St. Jose Maria Escriva, known for his charism of sanctifying work, and the app presents the daily gospel alongside excerpts of Escriva's writings on a related theme. So the writings of the saint contain advice and insight for everyday life, so this is a, a great option for daily meditation and uh, prayer, Rachel says. And continuing on, finally, uh, I, I mentioned um, I mentioned the app that we use for the breviary, uh, the divine office, but you can also go to iBrevery on there. They have uh, some of the same stuff, but they got a little bit more on there too. They've got uh, some of the different mass readings as well. And finally, number seven, uh, Rachel points us to the confession guide. And and you may you may be fortunate enough to live in an area where confessions are, are being offered, she says, either via drive-through or, or social distance compliant lines. But if not, it's perhaps perhaps even more important making a regular confession for an examination of conscience during this time and this confession app actually contains a standard uh, act of contrition uh, of course you know tips for reconciliation and an examine that you can um, you could take and, and maybe even meditate with so you know download one download them all combine them for your prayer but here's some great apps for to take into your prayer Uh, here in this middle of the week. Thanks to Rachel Padilla who put this together. It was really, really a great piece and I found it pretty informative. I've got those apps on my phone now and uh, I'll see which ones I like, which ones I don't. And we'll move from there. When we come back, we're going to be talking. I'm looking forward to Marge Fennell. And she comes on uh, once in a while. And she just always does such a great job. She has written so much about Our Lady. And what better time to have Marge on than right now, of course, Our Lady's Month. We're going to talk about what makes a month of May so special and why we give this month to Mary. Marge Fennell, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the Morning right here on this Wednesday, May 6th. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, 20 years, Golden Rule. In-house training facility for their technicians, 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're everywhere, including right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for choosing to support us. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com
5: of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her
1: team know health insurance.
4: Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not.
6: more.
4: Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com
5: Hi, this is Belle Chase, the Director of Development for Iowa Catholic Radio. Due to the coronavirus crisis, we have had a dramatic drop in donations. We want to assure you that we will continue our mission. We are in this together. Would you prayerfully consider a one-time or monthly gift today of $33? Your gift helps provide essential Catholic content to our community. You can give right now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you for your support. And right now we ask that you continue to support Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: be morning, friends. Good morning, the morning, right here, in Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Mo Bonner coming up in the second half hour. Going to talk about the Newman idea today, and for his Catholic Truth and Beauty segment, who are the poor that Jesus speaks about over and over again in Sacred Scripture. Is it just the materially poor? Yes, Christ Jesus commands that we take care of them, but also is there another kind of poor that Jesus speaks to? What does he mean when he talks about the spiritual poor? So we'll talk to Bo coming up at about 7.45 today. In the meantime, let's go to our next guest, Catholic author, blogger, speaker, award-winning journalist, longtime correspondent for National Catholic Register, Marge Fenelin joins me. Hey,
8: Marge. Hey, John. How are you?
1: Doing fine. Thanks for coming back on the show. Appreciate it. I, I was talking, you know, as we were leading up to this about uh, how much you write about Our Lady. When, when did this relationship with, with your mother really come to full?
8: Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I, it, it, it sounds like I'm making myself a saint. It's not true. I'm not by any means, but, but it really has been since I was a year old. She, and it would just wow. This relationship just was always there, and it, it's not anything I did, it's something she did. So, in other words, I was consecrated to her by a very holy priest when I was just a year old, and I am absolutely convinced that that was the start of it, that she had me from the get-go, probably because she knew I'd be such a wayward kid if she didn't grab hold of me, <laughs> but... Um, so, so, for me, it's been a natural. And, and I, I went to Catholic grade school, like many folks have had the privilege to do. And, and Mary was a, a very integral part of everything we did there. So, so, this has been a natural progression.
1: That's incredible. I mean, this is something your parents said, hey, we want to do. We, 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 you must have come from a very, uh, you know, a family that took their faith very seriously.
8: <laughs> Actually not, John. <laughs> it was, really? It was, and I'm not dissing my parents at all by any means. Um, my dad was very strong Catholic, wasn't so heavy on the practice of it day to day, and my mom was there but not, you could just tell she never really grabbed hold of the faith. But what really, what happened was a chance meeting between my mother and this priest, the priest's name is Joseph Kentonick, Father Joseph Kentonick. He's no longer alive, but he ended up being the founder of a, a large movement, the apostolic movement of, of Schoenstatt. So it was at a neighbor's home. The neighbor said, told my mom, you've got to come meet this priest. You just have to. And she pestered until my mom finally was like, all right, fine, whatever. So I was, you know, just at just a year, I was the only one home for some reason. So my mom took me along. And that's how that happened you know talk about god moments who who to thunk, really but but it was an inclination father cantonic asked if he could hold me he and my mom said you know of course and he prayed he went to the the prayer corner of this family it was a, another catholic family good catholic family with with the same tradition of having a prayer corner in their home and and he took me there and he he held me up to the picture of the Blessed Mother, and he prayed. And what that prayer was, what we understand it was, a consecration of me to the Blessed Mother, which was very customary for this this priest and, and for that entire movement, as a matter of fact. And in a lot of different Catholic parishes that have nothing to do with the movement, that moment uh, we are convinced, I'm convinced all my life that that's was just a uh, you know, God orchestrating my the gift that He He was going to give me through through that consecration to our Blessed Mother. So yeah, it's kinda of funny. It's you know, everybody thinks we, we grew up in this very holy family and, and really not. And and so I'm grateful for that. You know, it's so many people with their conversion experiences. I, I didn't have a conversion experience per se, but I certainly had a gift given to me of of my faith that, that was just there from Tiny. This has got to be a special month for you, then. Oh, absolutely. Because part of that, that whole Mary inclination—is—is is following suit with what has been happening. I hope it's happening. You know, with the with the virus, it's tough because we can't. Many of us can't get into our parishes, but but what it's been a longstanding Catholic tradition is to honor the blessed mother in our parishes during the month of may that's something that dates way back to medieval times we in fact back to ancient roman greece may has always been the month of of blossoms and new life and growing and so on the the, the tradition is to have a may altar so so to form you know with a statue of the blessed mother or a picture something some place in the parish to honor her and and then it, to to crown her and this idea of giving her a crown it's a, it's a way of of showing of recognizing that's the word i want her absolute virtue and and beauty so so in many parish catholic parishes they would crown the blessed mother and still do in many with with a, a it's a crown it's not like a golden solid crown but it's a crown of flowers woven around and, and it's, again, that beauty and that virtue. So we've had that in our Catholic roots all of this time. For me, I've been doing that in my home since I was, oh my goodness, I, I probably was in my teens when I started to do it for myself. We didn't do it in my family home, but I, I've done it in my own home all of this time, and, and I really encourage folks, you know, think about this, because we may not be able to go to our parish church. I I can't at this point right now. I know some of the churches in the country are opening, but we definitely can and should give her a spot, a place, give her her own corner, give her her own May altar right in our homes. And it could be very simple, very, very simple, Anything, somebody. I mean, even if you if you don't have any statues or pictures of her, I hope you do. But if you don't, a rosary or print something off the internet. So you know, just give her a place where where you can go and and spend a little time with her and honor her during this month because it's she is. Oh, I don't have enough time on the show to go into what what Mary all means to us. You know, Christ, Christ's mother. He. Gave her to us and gave us to her. That says it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, when, I when I listen to you, Marge, I, I don't just hear uh, a theologian with a lot of different letters after her name. Uh, what I hear is someone that's uh, passionately, really in love with Our Lady and and have seen what Our Lady can do through her prayers and and really seen with her eyes uh, the sun. And and I want to I want to. I don't want to caveat, but I want to ask, you know, for those listeners that might be thinking right now, well, is, is this too much, Mary? Or can can we go overboard with Our Lady? Uh, what do you have to say to them?
8: Well, St. Maximilian Kolbe said in more ways than one, we can never love Mary too much. So the, the simple answer is this. Yes, I, I've heard it all. You know, Jesus is the ultimate intercessor on and on and on but by honoring mary we're honoring jesus because he asked look at how much he loved her yeah we're we're honoring him by honoring his mother you know think of it think of think of a good friend of yours and and because you're so grateful that that friend is here don't you want to meet the the mom don't you want to meet your your friend's mom and and aren't you happy to meet your your friend's mom and grateful that she's there you know Jesus Jesus wants us to meet her his mother because he I mean this this is no accident it's no accident that that Jesus was born of a woman and what woman our blessed mother you know so this idea of offending jesus or it not being right you know too much mary it's impossible because the only reason mary ever existed john is jesus that was the only reason for existence she would never have been had it not been for the incarnation
1: Mm -hmm. i um I remember talking to my mother uh, a number of months ago, and um, there was a, a friend that uh, I, I hadn't talked to in a little while, and my mother ran into her mother. Uh, and uh, she said, "Hey, would you um, would you tell John to to pray for her? She's uh, going through a difficult time right now with some tests that she's taking." And uh, my mother brought me my, that intention, and um, I, I fell out of contact with her. I, I hadn't talked to her for years, uh, but I, I remember thinking in that moment, "This is this like what Our Lady does? You know, like someone <laughs> goes to to Mary, the mother, and then comes to the I, Now, listen, I'm, I'm not saying I'm. You know, I'm not going to overboard here on any of that. But I, I, I saw the analogy there in my own life and just praying uh, for her and, and really took that seriously. But it was a neat kind of just flash of, wow, this this might be what it's like.
8: Exactly. And, and I think that's a great, a great analogy. You know, at Cana, what did what did our Blessed Mother do during the wedding at Cana? She saw a need. And to many, it, it might seem... Like a frivolous need, oh, wine. You know, they ran out of wine, so big deal. So drink water or whatever. Um, but it was a big deal to our blessed mother. It was a big deal in that culture as well. But what does she do? She goes to her son. She didn't walk in there and go, "Well, gee, what can? How can I help you out here, folks?" And you know, no, no. She immediately she turns to her son. She still does that with our needs. She immediately turns to her son because she knows he is the ultimate source of, of these miracles. Her, her intercessory power, so to speak and I, you know I, you have that in quotation marks because she is not more powerful than her son but but she has she has great influence over him because she was chosen as his helpmate in the plan of yeah. salvation. This is her whole this is her role from for, for all time. This is what she was meant to do. You know, when, when a little kid wants something, you want to, well, you know, I, I, I was doing this still well into my teens. You know, you really want something. Who do you go to? You go to your mom because mom will soften up dad. Now, Mary doesn't have to soften up God the Father. She doesn't have to soften up Christ, but it's the same kind of thing. It's sometimes more comforting to go to your mother first than directly to your dad.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is why we we dedicate an entire month to honor her. Um, you know, if someone wanted to set up an entire month to honor my mother, I'd, I'd welcome that. I'd love that mm-hmm. uh, because of, of who my mother is and what she's done for me in my own life and taking care of me and helped me in so many different ways. I want to see Jesus with Mary's eyes. That's my prayer. I want to love Jesus with Mary's heart. That's my prayer. And, and you know, that there's just, I, I don't know if there's anyone on this earth that could have loved him more and ever will love him more than his own mother. And, and that's why I go to Our Lady. That's why I ask her to beg Jesus to be able to help me. Because as you said, it's not her power. All the power she has is given to her in and through her son. And and that is then transmitted to us. And as we know, he gives her to us on the cross, not just as some theological figure now uh, to take along with us, but as our spiritual mothers as well. And and just like any good mother, she gives us what's best, and what's best is always her son, friends. So that, you know that that's that's why I go to Our Lady. I, Marge, I know that's why you go to Our Lady. And friends, if if you're starting or beginning a relationship with mother uh, today, uh, this month is the month to do it. You can go to Catholic, excuse me, ncregister dot com, and uh, you can check out Marge's blog there. Any particular book you want to point the listeners to that would be a good read on Our Lady, Marge, from yours?
8: Well, you know. My favorite for folks who really want to get to know her is Imitating Mary. And I know that the, the subtitle is is Ten Marian Virtues for the Modern, Modern Mom. Guys, don't be turned off by this. I bet many, many men read that book because what it does is it. I worked very hard in Imitating Mary to bring our Blessed Mother to life so that people can really, on a one-on-one basis, get to know her. It's kind of an introduction to who Mary was and who she is now. So I highly recommend uh, imitating Mary because it will, it guides, it guides you gently into that relationship with the blessed mother, because you're right. Not everybody uh, gets Mary, so to speak.
1: Imitating Mary go to divine treasures, friends, if they don't have it there, they will order it for you. Bring it right out to your car. Marge Fennell. thank you, Marge for coming on. Always a pleasure.
8: Oh, my pleasure too, John.
1: Take care. All right. God bless you. That's Marge every Marge Fennell and everyone. Good stuff this month of May, friends. Good stuff. She's written some really fantastic stuff on Our Lady, so I hope you do uh, check it out and check out her blog at the National Catholic Register. Bob Bonner, coming up in the second half hour, the co-president of uh, the Newman Idea. We're going to talk about the poor, the different kinds of poor that Jesus talks about, and uh, the challenge that Jesus uh, says and gives to each and every one of us when it comes to taking care of them. We'll have... Bull Bonner coming up in the second half hour here on this Wednesday, May 6th. John Leonetti in the morning. and Do not go anywhere. Thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. I'm going to send a little text message over to Dean here during this break and just check in. Been trying to check in with him once in a while. and He's always just in great spirits. Residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs, 963-4494. A man who takes his faith extremely seriously and his work as well. 963-4494. 9-4. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection.
9: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me believes not only in me, but also in the one who sent me. And whoever sees me sees the one who sent me. I came into the world as light, so that everyone who believes in me might not remain in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not observe them, I do not condemn him. For I did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Whoever rejects me and does not accept my words has something to judge him. The word that I spoke, it will condemn him on the last day, because I did not speak on my own. But the Father who sent me commanded me what to say and speak. And I know that this his commandment is eternal life. So what I say, I say as the Father told me. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus further equates himself with the Father and explains that to believe in and to see him is to also believe in and to see the Father. Furthermore, and perhaps contrary to what we think is one of Jesus' responsibilities, he doesn't condemn us because that's something we do ourselves by rejecting him. It doesn't mean the Father wants us to be condemned. He wants us to have eternal life, but we must choose it by accepting Jesus, and that includes listening to him.
1: Good morning, my friend. the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Thank you to also to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Dr. Jim and Mary Blessman, thank you for all you continue to do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio and supporting us as we do our best to support you, especially during these trying times. We know Dr. Uh, Jim Blessman was on the show a couple of weeks ago and it's, it's a difficult time because they're not able to help as many people and do the many things in, in service as they are normally able to do there in Limpopo, South Africa. So no, I'm praying for you guys. Blessmaninternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's org. Bill Bonner coming up here soon, going to talk about the poor and all the different ways that Jesus challenges us to take care of the poor, not just material, of course, he challenges us there, but also there's there's different kinds of poor that he also points to. We'll have Bo to kind of extrapolate all that and, and unfold all that for us here in the second half hour. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for
1: us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Oh, good, sir.
3: Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Wednesday to you, a post Cinco de Mayo day.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that jeans are a little bit tighter. We'll see. <laughs>
3: I know one thing, you weren't the guy buying beer for everybody in line at the takeout line at the Mexican restaurant yesterday. That was not Mr. John Leonetti. I know that for a fact.
1: No, but true story. We saw the line and turned around and went the other way.
3: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, a guy did that, and we talked about that in the first half hour. And uh, Hats off to him. That's one way to upgrade your, your uh, place in line. He, he went right to the front when he came back with that case of beer.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. We uh yeah, we had our own little, we grilled some chicken tacos and I put it in a kind of a lettuce wrap to try to uh less, lessen the carb intake, but it was good nonetheless.
3: Good for you. Uh I know you got close to the kitchen. I know you're not allowed in the kitchen, but uh that's uh that sounds less dangerous, I think, than having a hot stove well- around you.
1: You're right, though I'm not really allowed much in the kitchen. I am allowed around the grill. My wife loves the grilling that I'm able to, to pull off, so I've got one thing going for me.
3: John, that's because the grill is outdoors. That's why.
1: Right. Right, and the smoke. that We don't have to open up any windows.
3: <laughs> no, but the neighbors are concerned. They're looking, and it's like, is that thing going to come over the fence line? And uh, you got to watch. I, I know the neighbors are watching when you're outdoors with that smoke. I know that. Hmm.
10: Um, someday I'll tell you
1: a story about that in our first home.
3: I'll bet there's probably more than one. All right, my friend, enjoy the day as we get right to it from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and Meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we have uh, partly cloudy skies right now. We do have some light drizzle in the areas. We had some rain overnight, so it is damp out. F- 43 degrees right now. Calm winds at the Mercy One Studios here in Central Iowa. And today we will see scattered showers give way to partly cloudy skies throughout the day. A high of 63 degrees. Northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight a few showers possible. Overnight low of 43 degrees and tomorrow partly cloudy. We'll see some rain late in the day on your Thursday. High of 64 degrees and on Friday partly cloudy and dry high of 58 degrees. Weekend not looking too bad. Uh, Highs in the 60s both days, but a chance of rain late Saturday night and into Sunday morning. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, Des Moines Mayor Frank County is extending his moratorium on event permits and keeping the uh, city administration buildings closed even longer in the city of Des Moines. Now, on Tuesday, Mayor County extended the freeze on public event permits until July 1st. That means no city streets can be used for public events. That that includes the downtown Des Moines, Farmer's Market, and other festivals now county is also extending the closure of city administration buildings until june 15th that includes city hall the armory municipal service center and the des moines wastewater reclamation authority and public works buildings those buildings have been closed since march 17th now the city of des moines has suspended all deadlines for city permits licenses and Certifications and fines. Parking meter enforcement also has been suspended. Uh, Polk County remains one of the 22 counties in the state of Iowa under the COVID-19 restrictions. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, all high school spring sports have been canceled. A decision on Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, will be made by the end of this month. Once again, for the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, we have a light drizzle that has moved through right now. Partly cloudy skies, 43 degrees. The winds are calm. And today we will see scattered showers give way to partly cloudy skies today. High of 63 degrees with northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News weather and sports on your wednesday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olsen and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark Emmadale.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 11:50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. <laughs> Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: We are accident-free as we continue with that commute this morning. Again, lots of construction to be on the lookout for, and we're going to be uh, dealing with that for uh, the next few months. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. While little is known of early church martyrs, their steadfast witness to the faith is all we need to know to judge them worthy of admiration. Saints Marion and James today lived in North Africa during the 3rd century under the persecution of the Emperor Valerian. They were visited by a pair of bishops who encouraged them to keep the faith. Those same bishops were imprisoned and martyred shortly after that meeting. Not not long after the martyrdom of the bishops, Marion and James were arrested and interrogated. They readily admitted to being Christians and so were tortured. They kept the faith despite their torment, and according to tradition, they were visited by visions, including one of the bishops that had visited them previously that was killed. They were grouped with other Christians and killed, and their bodies dumped into the water. It would be another 60 years before Christianity became the legal religion of the Roman Empire. We ask today, Saints Marion and James, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day. Experienced in wills and estate planning. Look, I, I get it. It's easy to put this off. But that's a mistake, especially right now, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. When we come back, Bo Bonner, for your Catholic Truth and Beauty segment, going to talk about the poor, the different kinds of poor Jesus commands us to take care of, and does he ask us to be poor as well? We'll talk to him all about it when we come back. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning, right here on this Wednesday, May 6th. I want to thank Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paper patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium builder walls, window wells, and more. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your Diocesan Minute is right now.
5: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, May 6th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Theology of the Body Institute is offering a free virtual conference this weekend. This worldwide event is available this Friday at 12 noon Eastern time and runs until Sunday, May 10th at midnight. Conference presenters include Jeff Cavins, Matt Frad, Christopher West, Chris Stefonic, Jen Settle, Leah Darrow, and many, many more. Visit tobvirtualconference.com. That's tobvirtualconference. Friends.com. Join the Diocese of Des Moines for faith superheroes encountering Christ in your domestic church. Join us for one or all of this five-part faith formation series hosted on Zoom that explores how to thrive in the midst of physical distancing while growing in our Catholic faith. To learn more about these opportunities, visit dmdiocese.org coronavirus and you'll find it under resources for families. The next session is this Thursday evening. Bishop Johnson has launched the COVID-19 Relief Fund as a Catholic response to the COVID crisis in the Diocese of Des Moines. This fund will address the most pressing needs in our faith community caused by coronavirus. Contributions may be designated to directly support individuals and families in need through Catholic charities or may be designated for an area of immediate need in our faith community, which could include Catholic parishes and schools and their efforts to remain operational. Learn more at giving. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. and Kelly Mesher collins
4: Listen to Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder Thursday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
6: Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776.
1: Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio
2: and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Suns Nature can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Suns Nature online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com.
9: One of my friends
1: here at Iowa Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Let's go to our last guest of the day. You know him here. He is the uh co well, co host. I, I was gonna say, you know, a little less than the co-host, uh Doctor Bud Marr. He's a pretty big deal, Bo.
10: Bud Maher, yeah, I, I think so. That's right. Hey, good morning, John.
1: Good morning to you, my friend, and uh, also co-president of the Newman Idea. We got a slight delay here, so we're going to have to work with this the best way we we know possible. Of course, when we when we bring the shows outside of the Mercy One Studio, sometimes some of this happens. So we'll do our best here. But let's talk about the po- the, the poor here, uh, Bo. Um, Jesus talks about us taking care of the materially poor, and I and I don't want to just kind of hop over that because we have a a clear obligation to do so, and should be in some way, shape, or form. Uh, in our day-to-day lives, and we could talk about that in a second, but that's not the only kind of poor that Jesus points to.
10: Right. I think um, a good way to think about this is one of my favorite authors, uh, Flannery O'Connor, wrote a short story called You Can't Be Poorer Than Dead, and uh, it's sort of a, a, a hillbilly way of to make a point that you're getting at. You can't be poorer than dead, meaning that, of course, the dead traditionally have been seen as precisely those who need our help and are in a poverty that, of course, even the poor in life, um, you know, don't have. So what do we call people in purgatory that we pray for traditionally? The poor souls. So the poor souls in purgatory. And I think this is a good way to start to imagine anybody who suffers a poverty or who we could call poor and talk about our obligation to. So there's the poor souls in purgatory that need our help. There's the materially impoverished, like you said, who demand or sort of bodily help uh, to, for their needs. But then there's also uh, the poor that are sinners, right? So sinners who are have a sort of death before death, right? Like to be in sin is to have a sort of death in our soul before we reach that final death. And so sinners are uh, a group of the poor in poverty, right? In poverty because of their sin that we have an obligation to try to bring back to the Church uh, to, to spread the word of Jesus and the, the, the availability of his redemption. So I think Flannery O'Connor really uh, helps us out with that title of her short story, You Can't Be Poorer Than Dead. So like literally the poor, the poor souls in purgatory, the poor uh, materially who sort of have a social death, they don't have the power to take care of themselves, and then sinners who are poor because they are uh, impoverished of grace and that we need to do what we can to spread the good news of the gospel to try to get them back to the riches of the church.
1: What does Jesus mean when he talks about the spiritually poor?
10: Well, the poor in spirit, and I think that, like, you, you start to get that idea there as well, right? So what the spirit does is it enlivens things, right? So to be spiritual in many ways it means to be have an, have an animating living force behind it, Uh You know, not to geek out too much, but the the Greek word literally is associated with breath, meaning that anything that has spirit has life. Like, so bodily things that are animate and can move on their own have some sort of spirit. So when we talk about poor in spirit, there's this idea of those who are humble, who have died to themselves, right? So when the the Beatitudes talk about blessed are the poor in spirit, there is this idea not only of this sort of uh, humility, um, that, that material poverty, uh, has attained, detached with it because of the difficulty of living through life, but also the, the, spiritually the humbled. Uh, and so, remember in the Beatitudes too as well, you know, Christ is calling some things blessed that the people of his era would not think that way. So they're supposed to be surprising, right? So in Christianity, even something like, Lacking things in the material world becomes a great good because we imitate our Lord in His poverty, and the same thing goes with spiritual poverty. It usually, it would seem horrible to be humiliated, but through Christ and the cross and His humiliation, that He then turns into victory. Right, this execution uh, symbol of His defeat, the cross, becomes His crown and the, the the symbol of glory. That too can pertain in our lives. But to your point, right, that's why we have to take care of those who are in poverty and have a poverty of spirit.
7: Um
1: well, there's just so many different angles that you can go here because I think this is something that a lot of people when they think of the poor they just think of the materially poor and and those that um, those that are in need but Christ Jesus really commands us and calls us to take care of them as well. How do you do that? You know, living suburban life, uh, you got your jobs that you got to attain to. I, you know, I got a family that I've got to support. How, how do you how do you do that?
10: Well, I think the church has always, uh, you know, had, the, the, I mean, the way that the, the consolidated easy list to go look is the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. So both of those sets of works of mercy show us the sort of multifaceted way that exactly what you're talking about is. So, you know, the, the spiritual and corporal works are lists that kind of mirror each other, so on one hand, like just think about the dead, right? The, the corporal works of mercy is to bury the dead, which is the idea of to make sure that those who don't have a lot of money can have proper burials, for instance. But on the other side, it's praying for the dead, right? To say mass, to so have masses said for the dead, to pray the office of the dead, things like this. Um, it's the same sort of deal with, obviously, like uh, you know, helping people who are in prison, giving food to the hungry. Um, water to the thirsty, but then in terms of the spiritual uh, acts of mercy, instructing the ignorant, for instance, or consoling those uh, who mourn. And so I think that those two lists are the best way to see the fullest uh, way in which Christians respond to both uh, bodily and spiritual poverty, um, but then also ways that we can do things, right? We're not going to necessarily always get to do every single one on that list, but I think in our lives, all of us will find occasions to respond to the poverty of body and soul through the corporal and spiritual acts of mercy.
1: What do we got coming up on your show today?
10: Um, so we had a joint uh, adventure, Bud and I did with Iowa Catholic Radio in the Diocese of Des Moines, where we gave uh, a talk on the resurrection and the life. So that was over Zoom a few weeks ago. Um, we are taking the portions of our talk uh, and Playing goes on the radio show for people who didn't get to be at uh the the parish the, the diocesan mission as it were, the lecture series. So that will be playing. Uh yeah, uh, coming up here in a little bit.
1: Looking forward to it, uh, friends, you can check it out right here every weekday morning or excuse me, not every weekday, but every Wednesday uh, morning, uh, along with Dr. Bud Mar, The Uncommon Good, you can check it out at iowacatholicradio.com as well and podcasts at Bo Bonner. Talk to you soon, brother.:
10: God bless. Good morning. Uh, yeah. have a good day, John.
1: You too. All right, that puts the show in the books, friends. Thanks for tuning in today. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father protector of all who hope
2: in you defend your people keep them safe that free from sin and safe from the enemy they may persevere always in your love in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen
1: i'm john and friends be confident in first love today
0: well many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will
2: run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our
6: souls With one desire Just to know you